Hi, welcome to Season 2 of the Silverline Podcast, an audio version of our video streams that we hold weekly. They're edited a little bit to make them a little more concise. My name is Roland Mann. I'm the head honcho at Silverline, and we have a great time making fun comics that we think that you'll enjoy. So thank you for listening, and maybe go check out some of our comics if you haven't already. This episode is titled, Kicking It Up a Notch, Kickstarters. It originally aired March 9th, 2022. Good evening, everybody. Hey, it is Wednesday Wham! for Silverline. I'm your guest host, Scott Wakefield. The Dean can't be with us tonight. We know he's having a great time elsewhere, uh, but we miss him already. <laughs> And we got a small crew tonight. I think some other folks will be joining us tonight. We are going to be talking crowdfunding and the differences between the different options, Kickstarter and Indiegogo and so forth, what to do, what not to do from our experience, uh, from what we've heard, what we've been told, what we've learned, and uh, how we can do it better every time, which is the goal to continually improve and keep getting our stories out there, I want to thank Daytona Beach Comic Convention for their support, as always. That is uh, coming up in September, which always seems far away, but then you realize it's September, and uh, well, we've been talking Boom, about it for a while. So, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so that'll be coming up, and we appreciate their support, as always. I'll go over to Barb and let her say hello. <laughs> I'm Barb Calvert, and I am the creator, anchor, and colorist co-writer on my own book, Divinity. I'm also the CFO of Silverline, so I have an intimate look at what it takes <laughs> to put on a Kickstarter and what it costs you to put on right. a Kickstarter. Right. Great. Yeah, that's going to come up. We'll get the, the, the nuts and bolts, which is very important because people need to oh, treat yeah. this. Like if you're going to be creative in this world, a you need to be A lot of people underestimate. Exactly. And end up losing yourself, money. Right? <laughs> they think I'll just put it out there. Right? Well, yeah. It's a business. You got to put. You got to treat yourself uh, as a professional, as a business professional, and that's vital. Uh, unless you're just doing it for fun, and so be it. But uh, if you want to try to turn a buck and in, in the creative industry, it's not always easy. But I'll let Rob say hello, and we can get into <laughs> into that. Well, hello. I'm I'm Rob Davis. Uh, I've been a pitzler, inker, letter, uh, comic book artist since. 1987 so it's been a while and recently for Silverline I penciled and inked Twilight Grimm an R.A. Jones property I know very little about kickstarting so I'm going to learn with everybody else so I, <laughs> I am going to likewise learn uh, tonight and that's that's really one of the goals of our why we, why we talk right <laughs> so the crowdfunding option really has been around just about, I, I mean, in its current iteration, a little more than, what, 12, 15 years now? Have we, a little that more than a decade? Right. Um, right. Kickstarter, I know, has yeah. been around before 2012 because I yeah. looked into it back then. And it could could be much longer. I, I, I don't know. I started I know. working at my, I remember my, at, I worked at this place, Deep Sky. I started working in 2010. I think Kickstarter was just coming into its own okay. about a year. So I'd say okay. probably like 2009 it's been around. Okay. Like maybe 2008, okay. something like that. So, yeah. So, and it's really um, – it's part and parcel to the independent world, and it's the way of getting around the big gatekeepers. And for good yeah. or bad, the big gatekeepers, you might – you get that that acquisitions editor that doesn't like the way you you know spell your name or doesn't like your title yeah. or isn't, isn't grabbed by the first page. And we all hear these stories of, of – I mean countless – zillionaire authors who have made a uh, – they've changed the culture uh, with their books that have been declined. You know, they, they, have, yeah. they have a drawer full uh, of, of letters saying, sorry – um, but no, we're not going to publish. We're not going to make you make a movie, make a comic book. And so adding to that, the, the option to go around the big publishers is now the option to get all your fans to fund your project uh, rather than you saying, okay, I'm going to print 10,000 copies of my whatever and had fill up my garage and hopefully sell them. You can, get really in essence pre-orders uh, for your project and there's a lot of variations on that but 
for Kickstarter, that's really all we've been doing. That's the way we've been doing. And we have, yeah. uh, is it a dozen now, Barb? Is it, or is it more? It's at least a it's dozen. It's more than a dozen. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have it. So, so at least yeah. a dozen. Success, and, all, all of our campaigns have been successful and fulfilled. Right, right. And what's weird is that I've had the, the two most successful Kickstarters for Silverline so far. One of them with Rob mm-hmm. and the other one with Scott. Yes, and we had an awesome, awesome campaign. And we'll talk about our tactics. I, um, I want to uh, say what Silverline does, what you can do on Kickstarter, or I say I keep saying Kickstarter, for a crowdfunding site, you can say, I'm going to make a uh, you know, matter transmogrifier. I just need $7 billion. <laughs> so if you trust me to make this, Give me seven billion dollars, and then maybe I'll make it. And hopefully, you know, there's no one, there's no, no. hopefully, there's no charlatans out there looking to build people. But it happens that the project doesn't happen. Uh, that the person gets the money, and they don't fulfill. And and that that happens sometimes, good or bad. They explain themselves. Um, I did have I, I backed a campaign once, and I don't know what happens. Very, it was a very simple product, and I, I had to really follow up, follow up, follow up, follow. Up. And finally, it was months later that I got the. The product it was a quality product but i just i don't know what happened um but what what our our um editor-in-chief and uh roland has decided he's there's there's no there's no ifs about it we put a complete product we have the the story is done it really is ready for the yep. printer to click print we just want to know how many times he clicks print uh that's what we're doing with with kickstarter and then there's more to it. We're adding, we can add all the bonuses and the goodies, but it's another way to solidify your fan base, to create your family. So we keep creating our Silverline family around these campaigns to, to, we can communicate through Kickstarter and manage. It's, it's a distribution method too. So we get all our orders in, we tell our printer, Kablam, and they print and we, we have all the address and everything. It's a great distribution method. So you're, it's a pre-order and that creates the product. And that's, that's the way Silverline is doing it. There's no speculation. We're not saying, okay, we hopefully will finish this. You know, all um, the work, all the, all the art yeah. is ready to rock and roll uh, with our printer. As soon as we get, basically you are just buying it ahead of time. You're pre-ordering exactly. it. Yep. Yep. So it's, it's ready to go. Done. Yep. And so when, if we get however many orders we get, and sometimes people just opt for digital and w- what's cool about it, is it does give people the option to to just get a digital copy, uh, you know. And a lot of a lot of times you get family, and you might get that uncle who's like, I don't care about comic books, but he wants to support. It gives an option, okay? So he can toss some money in, make sure it becomes a reality, which is which is an amazing amazing thing. And um, it's it's it, like I said, it's it's a fantastic addition to just to being independent. And there's been some amazing huge projects. I love mystery science theater. That's been I, I've loved it since it was on TV in the '90s, and um, they used uh, crowdfunding to come back. Uh, and there's I mean, there's many, many, many other big projects um, that the the studios or whomever have said, "Nah, we're not going to do it." But they said, yeah. "Okay, our, our fans are going to do it." Um, and there's a lot of fan fiction that's come around, and I know that, like Star Trek stuff, right? I mean, right, Rob? There's there's a lot of fan fiction Star Trek out there. Um, for <laughs> well, what, despite what CBS tried or Paramount tries to do, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes they want to shut it down. Yeah, um, you have to be yeah. careful when you yep. do that. Uh, you have to yep. get permission from them in order to do that sort of thing, yep. and then you can't make money with it. Right. You can. What you can do is you can Correct. fund it and do it if you have the you permission, can't. but you can't yeah. make money on. You can't make but a profit. Show profit. A profit. Yeah, right. cannot show profit. It's a. It's a. It's, that's not difficult. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I know we all we all don't know anything about not making a profit. I'm sitting on my piles of money right now, so I yeah yeah. Uh, yeah that's we have one, we up, have sure. one project that we that we crowdfunded and we covered our expenses and and that was it. <laughs> and that really that, that sometimes we, that's but we got it out. That's the reality of it. It really is in the in the creative world. Sometimes it's just you know uh, this the love of making a story, and we all those of all of us write. We all are writers and that gnawing desire to get a story out there. And sometimes that's, that's what it is. The story gets out there. You've got your story, but, um, but Silverline uses it and big names use these, these uh, crowdfunding options 
because it allows the fans to say, okay, um, studio executives or, or publishing executives, you said no, but we want it. Uh, and really, it, this, this all harkens, I mean, there's lots of uh, Star Trek came back because of conventions, because fans said we want Star Trek back. And uh, that's got the movies back. So this uh, having this fan base and now with the Internet, you, you have access to the to your fan base. And then Silverline uses each campaign uses. We've got all these people who purchased or you know, ordered our our stories. We say, OK, here comes the next one. Here comes the next one. And they don't miss out. And so it's a great method to to get a product out there. And I, I love it. Um, so I I am not intimate with Indiegogo. My understanding on the very basic level is Indiegogo is a little, it's a lot more lenient. Like if you, you don't yeah. go through a vetting process, you just put it out there. Right. Um, and you have an option with Indiegogo uh, with Kickstarter. It's all or nothing. You have to make your goal. If you don't make your goal, the whole thing falls through. Everybody right. gets a refund on their, right. on their pledge. Uh, Indiegogo, you can choose two options. You can choose the option to all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Or you can choose to go ahead, even if it's only partially funded. So it's, it's, and I think that is actually a risk because if right. you're only partially fund something, the risk of going in the red is a lot greater than, than uh, if yeah. you, it's all or nothing. Right. Because when, right. we, when we do a Kickstarter, we try to kind of figure out ahead of time, what our expenses are going to be. And so we, we set a reasonable goal that's not too far out of, out of reach, but is still going to allow us a cushion um, because we kind of know going in what our expenses are going to be. Right. And if we don't make it, it's all or nothing. If we don't make it, then we're not going to be stuck doing books at a loss. You right. Know? And I, I think from the consumer side, if it's, the all or nothing option is mm-hmm. much safer because if you yes. say I'm going to make my matter transmogrifier and, um, and I give you $200,000 and it's not funded and you don't have enough to make your product. Well, then what's then that just money just went into your pocket to, to not make the thing. Now, so those, uh, some of those campaigns can be like, well, I need this to do this, this, and this. So, ultimately I love this much, but if I get this much, great. So, that, so that's the balance. Like if you, if you're, if you need, I need a million dollars to do it and I get 500,000 and it goes into my pocket and I don't do it. Well, that that's terrible. But if you, if you say I can do this much with this much and you know, on and, on. and again, I, I use mystery science theater as my example. They said, if we get this much, we can make this many episodes. If we get this much, we can make this many episodes. And so mm-hmm. um, it, it, it worked. They needed a minimum, which they, they met and blew out of the water. Um, but they had a very smart campaign, which we'll talk about. So I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm chatting here. We got uh, Hyper Potato says, Rob has done some great pieces for me through Kickstarter Commission's rewards. Uh-oh, still need a Barb original. I don't know, oh, Barb. <laughs> Go and for then, it, uh, man. Go for it. And then uh, Rory's still chatting. And he lo- um, we love you too, Rory. Love you bunches. Oh, oh and oh, my buddy Mark says, hi. Hi, Mark. Love you. Hugs. I haven't seen Mark in uh, like... 15 years and Rob, are you drawing Atari force, an Atari force piece for hyper potato? No, it's not Atari force. It's a bold, it's a bold. No, it's sorry. It's a a character from the protectors. Uh It's a commission piece. Ah, okay. Awesome. Yeah. We've got one one of our Kickstarter uh, supporters uh, uh, asked for my email and commissioned me to do some, that's pieces awesome. for him in a bigger size than what is done for yeah. the, for the Kickstarters. Okay. When we do the when we do the Kickstarters, we do them eight. I do them eight and a half by eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about the size of a, a. Here's a backer board for yeah. a comic book. It's about a little. This size or just a little bit bigger is what I do. But this guy wanted some. Uh, he he says he's a huge fan of mine. He loves my work, and he's willing to uh, commission and pay me to do some stuff for him so rewarding him whenever we do this each week i do them on camera so he can watch as i work on them which is kind of an extra added thing and if if i do any kickstarter stuff for uh 
in the future for any of the Kickstarters, I will do those on camera as well so cool. folks can watch. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I think that's it, it's cool to watch the artist or the, the artist work. It's it, not quite as much fun to watch a writer. Right. <laughs> what? What? He's <laughs> <laughs> hunched over his, his, his keyboard. But, you know, no, there, well, you're, you're assuming the writer is typing more than sitting going. Well, yeah, there's there's a lot of this too. Yeah. Uh, well, we writers, we artists do head. that as well. <laughs> I, I, I sit around and contemplate a lot before I get to the yeah. to the yeah. page. But yeah, oh, so hyper potato has got a we got a sad kitty there, um, and then he says, uh, "Now I want to commission some bigger pieces for bigger." Tell Rob like murals, uh, commission a mural from Rob. I think he can do it. Well. <laughs> Um, he charges by the square inch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I am I am pretty busy. This guy talked me into it. Uh, the best thing to do is to catch me at a convention, yeah. at a comic book convention, if you're wanting a, a piece done. Uh, like I'll be at uh, Planet Comic Con. When is that? April. In April. And uh, come by and see me then. I, 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 I love doing... A, convention sketches at, at the shows so come by and do that you can get get whatever you want i'll draw anything yeah. anything for money yeah a little <laughs> sign i will draw for money we'll draw for money <laughs> and that, rob you said you got um contacted via our campaign which is awesome you and we were talking right. um we we offer these extras and the point is to put a carrot out for our backers to say um to say okay well we'll meet our minimum which is great. Thank you. But if we could do a little more, everybody will get a something, fill in the blank. For, for, um, I'll, I'll speak to our campaign with, with Barb. Um, we've, uh, Silverline's been doing these trading. I should have brought all the rewards down here. I'm terrible. Uh, we had our little trading cards. And um, what that does is twofold. Brings in new people to say, oh, cool. I want to help it get there. But let's everybody's already backed. Tell all their buddies to say, "Hey, yeah, hey, folks! If you there, you go. We got a cool little, little cards. That's from Trumps. Trumps. This is from Trumps. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. which is really cool because those were cards. Yeah, um, that is cool. So it gets people to say, "Come on, come on, please back this. I've already put my money in. You do it, and you'll help both of us get to this next." reward level and that's up to the people who who um who set the campaign it might you know might be a short goal might be big goals. it all depends on the scope and size of everything you're trying to get a lot of times you want uh, um you you want those goals to of course complement and be be something only you can only get through the campaign and and that again entices people because you're not going to get anywhere else and they can they can say, ha-ha, I got this, and you didn't uh, later on. But hopefully they're not yeah. saying that. Hopefully everybody's yeah. saying, wow, cool, look at these bonuses and these extras. Um, yeah. And uh, we, people are really clever. You want to be really clever about these uh, because that's what makes these campaigns successful and fun because you keep you keep adding on and getting these, look, these exclusive things. And a big thing to do is – always offer exclusive like everything something you gotta have something exclusive to the campaign because then right. and, and someone will think well i'll just i'll just buy it later right. no, this you is make something it that that first time uh or newbies to uh kickstarter or crowdfunded campaigns have to be very careful about what they're promising yes uh in their packages because i mean if you're going overboard and saying we'll give you we'll give you a t-shirt right uh with with a printed logo on it. Well, not only do you have to pay a very expensive price for a t-shirt and the printing on a t-shirt, but then your packaging fees go up because now you've got a larger package. Um, and or you or say you want to give away a mug. Yeah. You know? Well, how much you, does that mug this weigh? Weighs, and, this yep. weighs yeah. a lot, and you you are uh, upping your postage on that too and this is a lot of uh, something that a lot of people don't don't realize is that when they start adding on all these uh, fancy and heavy uh, um, stretch goal mm -hmm. rewards that they are just killing their profit right so yeah, what right. we try to do is we try to uh, either offer a reward that can easily fit into the same uh mm -hmm package as your comic book or we do a digital yeah. reward now for the divinity campaign we we offered these small size prints right 
and and this is something that that would fit into uh, into your comic book package. Or we did with uh, Steam Patriots. We had a patch that we included, which was something small and easy. The cat and mouse campaign. We had um, earrings, the mouse earrings that we did on a 3D printer. Those were easy to toss into a package. We do trading cards um, and we do postcards, stuff that's easily shipped along with the comic book. As for digital rewards, we have uh, quite a stable of very, very talented writers mm -hmm. like R.A. Jones uh, is one and um, several others. And we will offer, uh, say, a book that he's done 20 years ago or whatever we'll offer that for free uh, in digital format if we reach a certain goal so digital prizes um are really really cost efficient and and in ma making it exclusive what's what's great and first of all right i'm blown away by the generosity of all the silverline creators that they that they toss something in which is really oh, yeah. really cool it shows a support for i mean the only thing they really gain from that is just getting Silverline out there. Uh, I know right. that the, everybody throws in, not everybody. We have a lot of creatives that throw something in uh, that's just that's fantastic, and it's not expected, but it's really really cool. And Silverline has such a big, big creative yeah. family. Yeah, Yay. yeah, Rob, that's awesome. That's so cool. That's um, the cover. Yeah, it's a cover for uh, Sirens. That's so which cool. Is, uh, I was it, it, Roland got a hold of me. He says. Can, can you do a kick, Kickstarter cover for me? So, yeah. So, so, the, so there you go. That's just an example. And this right here, uh, Dean did my variant cover for Kickstarter. So the only only way you could get that on the cover was through Kickstarter. So uh, they tossed those in to make it to, to put that carrot out there to uh, to make it special. You can't just be just the the same. You can't it can't be the same thing that they can get off the stand later on. Uh, it has to be special. Um, in looking for uh, products, Aaron, I'm going to ask you this one, so uh, I'll, I'll, I won't just throw it on you. Uh, and looking, when clicking through Kickstarter, or you see it in your Facebook feed or somewhere, um, what about a prod project? I don't necessarily mean the actual product you're getting, but what about the prod? The whole Kickstarter campaign grabs you. Uh, to, to make you think, okay, I could buy this, I could buy comic book A about whatever, or comic book B uh, about maybe something kind of similar on par, but what, what makes it stand out to, to you? What do you look for? Oh, I don't know. Most <laughs> Kickstarter projects, I don't. Uh, I've, I've funded ours, and I've funded yeah. a few other ones. I, I like certain, I guess it's the artwork that mm -hmm. jumps out more. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of paying 20 bucks for a 24 page comic. I yeah. know a lot of people, um, say, yeah, but we're independent. Yeah. Well, independent or not, you can still, <laughs> you don't have to charge 20 bucks for a comic. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, so I, I, there's a lot of them, like I'll do graphic novels. I, that's my main reason why I don't back Kickstarters is I, they've done the creep. The, the price creep were like, yeah, it's $20 yeah. for a comic. I mean, if you put that in a comic store, they'd laugh at right. you. you right. know? Um, I think being independent, I think independent artists leverage the fact like we're independent and poor and you should give <laughs> us money and you should pay $20 for this comic. And I think it's like, and, and I'm like, well, if your work sells, if it's good, yeah. It's good. But yeah. I see a ton of stuff where I'm like, this stuff is subpar at best. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. It just you're is. right. You're right. And it, it's it's tough because they they need to step they need to step up the game to make it worthwhile. And and I'm on the same page as you. First of all, I mean, talk about I mean limited budget. We you know we we can't just for for one comic for twenty bucks. You know if I could go, to, I could get a mountain of used comics, well, you know, that, you know, that. secondhand comics. Or you can get it. Better be painted or blown me right. away. But when right. I see people who don't even understand, and I, I'm an artist, so I, I look at it from that. But if you're not a ba understanding basic anatomy, or your stuff is like your backgrounds are, are you know, yeah. half-ass, then you, why should I yeah. give you twenty dollars for half-ass effort? Right. But they'll be like, yeah, but we have boobs in our comic. Right. 
Well, take my money. I can, yeah. I'm sorry. I can't get those free on the internet. Yeah. I have those free, so you know. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is the one thing is the other thing too. It's a big turnoff. Is half the campaigns I look on for Kickstarter is all covers. I can't even find the interior right. of what the book right. looks like. Right. I can't even find a preview of what it looks like, and so I just usually seem like, well, then it looks like crap. So why even give money towards yeah. it? Yeah. So, okay, then uh, if I'm going to glean here, wait, but first, I'm sorry, uh, Hyper Potato said yeah. sweet cover, Rob. We agree, sweet cover. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, There's yeah. a color and, um, version of it that Scott's yeah. got access to. Yes. Uh, yeah, I got to yes. figure out how to bring that over here in just a sec. Um, but you're right. It, what happens is, and crowdfunding is part and parcel, it's, it's, it's uh, hand in hand with self publishing. We all love. The prospect, right? We, but the balance. What's okay? So when you when you get, when I keep saying the big guys, I mean, I mean either Marvel, or DC, in the comic book world, or what is it? The big five now in the publishing mm-hmm. world, and I don't even know. Penguin, yeah. Random House. I have no idea. Scholastic. I have no idea. I know they're all under really. Most of them are under these big conglomerates, and yeah. So what you what you gain from that is quality control, with the chance of them passing on something awesome yeah right okay so you can generally assume that everything come out of coming out of there is going to be pretty good right i mean it's not it's going to meet their standard they've set a standard so and then what you lose is the chance of a real gem coming through right okay opposite side of it is what you with the independent world you uh you have anybody anybody out there right so what you gain from that is the chance of the gems but then you also have the, the not not gems <laughs> so and then the and then the crowdfunding world the same thing right i mean it, it's just it's just an extension of yeah. that independent world and you really have to you have to sift through it to find and it's, it's more work it's more work from the consumer end to yeah. find the gems so in the crowdfunding world that's what the, the tactic has to be, and that's what Silverline is doing. So, um, Barb, I wanted to I wanted to go to you because so I'm gonna let's pretend. I mean, I'm gonna be the guy who wants to do a Kickstarter campaign. And I think, oh, I've got a great comic book. It's ready to go. I'm gonna throw it up there, and I'm gonna have a mug and a T-shirt, and I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have um, exclusive art, and I'm gonna draw everybody I want into the comic book. And so, tell me what we need to look at. You've already alluded to that. You can't just toss a mug. Or a right. T-shirt in. You need to before you launch into your Kickstarter. You need to sit down and fig, throw some figures together um, to try to figure out how much you need to make in order to cover a budget. And there's a lot of stuff that goes into uh, doing a Kickstarter. And after the Kickstarter's over, most people don't even realize. Uh, for instance, well, look, let's do a nice round number. Say you make $7,000 on a Kickstarter. Uh, right off the bat, uh, Kickstarter is going to take around $600 off of that $7,000 for their fee and their payment processing fees. So right, right there, you're down $600 already. Uh, you've got to pay for any rewards that you do. And that can, that can range from cheap, uh, trading cards to very expensive mugs and t-shirts. So you've got to figure out the costs of those ahead of time. Uh, then you've got to figure out the cost of printing and the printing is not cheap. That's going to be a good chunk of your profit. Uh, probably at least a third of your, um, your pledges, at least a third is going to go to printing, uh, then you've got to you got to figure in all your supplies. You've got to have if you've got comics, then you're going to have to have uh, the bags, the boards, uh, the mailers. If you're going to do Gemini mailers, if you have anything larger than your comic book, you're going to have large size mailers. Those those are you've got to buy those. Um, you've got if you're going to have international postage, that's a lot more. Uh, postage isn't cheap either. That's going to Right. That's going to run you, uh, postage will run you about 9%, 10% of your, um, your pledges. 
at least, uh, your shipping. And um, if you have any, any talent to pay, you have to figure out ahead of time how you're going to split your profits. So say, say you've got $5,000 left over after everything's done and you have got five people involved in the Kickstarter. That's $1,000 a piece. You know, that's if you give all of your profits away. If you split all your profits up and give everything away and you have zero left, you've got to pay all your talent. If you've agreed upon pricing ahead of time, uh, say, I'll, I'll pay you $1,000 to do this book and you only make $1,200. You are so screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you promise up front, I mean, you got to pay your talent before you pay yourself. Mm-hmm. That's just a given. You can't say, oh, yeah. sorry, dude. Uh, I didn't make enough to pay you, but I'm keeping mine. Uh, you'll never work in the business again. <laughs> and I don't want to speak for it. Wait. Oh, okay. We have a very boisterous entrance from Fruit Bath 36. We got a yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's how it's pronounced. I don't know if I'm reading it right because um, I believe that's a, it's a Canadian metric yeehaw. So I may have mispronounced it. Uh, we got the yeah, colors for Wolf Hunter here. Hey, Fruit Bath 36 colors hey. wolf, wolf hunter huh i i i think i've heard of that i've never I, heard I, of it yeah <laughs> and yes canadian, canadian postage, postage. Yes. yes yes and just to is. get it over the border oh and my goodness yeah I'm, mexico, I'm in buffalo. I'm mexico in buffalo and uk is even so worse you're at the it, other yeah. part of canada Killers. right i think i think right um so yeah barb you talk about okay an artist and i I know we all, writers are artists too. For the differentiation, people who make the pictures, yes. your talent, those yes, the talent. You've got to, you've got to have an ironclad uh, agreement and discussion with them. If you, if you're besties, great. You still have to know. Listen, are my paying you flat out right now? This, if we make, if we make a dollar, or if we make a million dollars, you're getting this many monies. Or are you? Are they going? to get a percent percentage and that's a tough gamble some for especially you know when people are trying to to make a career right aaron by drawing pictures they can't just say oh i hope i'll make money later on mm-hmm. yeah. it's very very rare to get someone to agree to that and I, I i understand it's only in the creative world i'm sure there are a, you know I, I may not be only but in the creative world it's one of the worlds where you can ask somebody to say, I'll pay you later, or I hopefully will pay you later. And it seems yeah. to be like, okay to do that. Or uh, can you do it for exposure? Or can you do it for, I'll, get, I'll put your name exposure. out there. Yeah, that's my favorite. <sighs> it's so, it, it's, tough. it's tough. Because <laughs> if, you, if you're just getting started or you're trying to break into another genre or something like that, okay, maybe I'll, I'll do something. you got to work a deal. But very often, most of the time, you have to have an agreement. Either I'm paying you up front right now. I'm paying you after the success of a campaign, either a, a or, set or there's, number. There's a third option, mm-hmm. one that I'm uh, I've I've approached um, some artists to start working for me on Divinity after Alex uh, Alex finishes up his run. Yep. And I've said I will guarantee you X amount of dollars upon completion, and hopefully, if the the Kickstarter makes more than that, mm-hmm. then you'll get. Yep. extra on top yep. of it so yep. even if that even if i promise them x amount of dollars mm-hmm. and the kickstarter doesn't come through i got to come up with that and usually yeah. it's off of my portion of the kickstarter yep. which i've yep. done several times you know I've, I've kicked into my portion to cover my talent yeah yeah and that's that's tough to to say as the creator or writer of the story and then um for your artist to make the decision but they they, they got to make money and you got to make the money somewhere so um, those are all, Barbie. Yeah, thank you. That, that's all stuff you have to take into consideration. And there's a lot more to it. You Sit down and budget it out exactly. before you you yep. you set your goal. Try to figure it as closely as possible. Whether it's just something as simple as the packing tape, right? That you need. Right. To, How many rolls? Right. Of, yeah. Right. People don't, don't don't think about it. It comes out of the really tiny little things. The backing boards. The mm-hmm. the, ba- the bags for the art. Not only the large size. Yeah. But the you know the book size if you're giving away any art and uh, shipping any shipping stuff. shipping make sure because if you're not shipping a letter with letter with a stamp and you're if, if, if the moment becomes a weird size 
it goes up exponentially. And so think of if you're it's buying crazy. a product, what does it cost to ship the product to your home? Now we what does use it cost a to then, then find like, so let's say you buy a mug. So they all come in boxes packed in styrofoam. So you need to take those and now you need to make them individual boxes to fit into something. You really, really, so you have to know if, if I'm going to include a mug, that has to be a stretch goal at this dollar point. Divided by to cover your expenses exactly. Well, I the one thing I maybe you guys can answer this about when Kickstarter first started, it used to be. Now I'm I'm talking from comic books because I don't mm-hmm. know that's you know, what I deal with, but it feels like a lot of Kickstarters in the go-go are more like advertising camp campaigns. Okay, so when they first started out, they were like, we need to raise money to make a print run of comics that. We so I will give you know we will send the comics to the backers who backed it, but there's also going to be a surplus that we are trying to gain from doing this Kickstarter to yeah. put in stores and maybe diamond and other things. I I don't see that anymore. Almost all Kickstarters are like they do the Kickstarter campaign. Whoever pledges, they literally print the books that somebody pledged, and I don't see them printing because I don't see any of these comics from these campaigns show up on places to buy online or in stores. That's because print-on-demand has become so easy. Mm-hmm. Well, what Before, I'm saying is... You, like, so, you had to agree to do so much, so, such a, a small short right. one. Well, yeah, I know. So I guess what I'm saying is, is it really a Kickstarter then, or is it more just an advertising campaign to get as much money? Because I, I, I only see... I never see a lot of those companies go further like i've never gone into a comic shop recently and seen any kickstarter comics in the comic shop and, now, it, and that's it, what i thought this was for the kickstart the comics to get the surplus to start putting them in stores and whatnot but i never see that come over like i, lead I over. think and, and i think you're right and i that even might be i don't know necessarily know if, if it's wrong because really it's yeah. almost just like a distribution that's what you're doing you're getting your run right. out there and then and for us no everything everything's available on indie planet um, later right. on. It's, all, uh, yeah. it's available on Indie Planet. Plus, on our Kickstarters, we do yeah. run a retailer specials, but we don't have a lot of retailers that take advantage of it. Yeah. The last show was yeah. I was at just this oh, past I'm weekend. I'm not critiquing us. I know that. Well, I know. I'm I, just I, saying it was like they would say, like, now here's all the books I've got printed to give to other people. Mm-hmm. I think I, I don't see that anymore. Yeah, Aaron, I think that was the original thought, which is why it's called yeah. Kickstarter. It was to right. kickstart a business yep. by fig- figuring mm-hmm. out how to fund it. So then you could, in the fact, in the place of a comic book, in the instance of a comic book, you you're getting these folks, your fans, to help right. fund this, printing this, enough this that you could take business. You can, you can, you can, yeah, yeah. But, and and in the me, case of Silverland, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Now go ahead, Barb, because yours yours is probably more important than mine. Anyway, in in the case of Silverline, it is the fact that we are kickstarting a business, but it's a long game. The ultimate goal is to get so popular in Kickstarter and put out enough of a line of books that we can move to the distribution. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Our stuff is available online, but most Kickstarters, like they never go afterwards, like, okay, and after the Kickstarter, you can go buy the comics on my store because this Kickstarter has Kickstarted enough copies for my house and I can start selling them on my store. You don't see that. I'm saying Silverline's different because we do afterwards say like, you know, hey, do you miss a Kickstarter? You may have missed some exclusives, but you can still buy it in our store. But very rarely do I see any campaign afterwards go like, hey, we got enough surplus from the Kickstarter, then we can start selling them on the store. Come support us. They don't do that. That's, that's weird. And so that's I don't, I don't understand... And yeah, that was it's the, like it's not a business plan. Point, and that was the point that I was I was going to speak yeah. to, is that have you checked with uh, Diamond to see what it takes to get into oh yeah into it's, the Diamond's it's, previews? It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is crazy what they expect, uh, it, it, and it's definitely not set up for uh, independent some, people, an independent uh, creator of any kind. It's, it's crazy, ridiculous. Because I've looked at. This. Yeah, because all of the big name people have abandoned diamonds. Yep. So you think they would be catering they independent, and they don't. Right? It's no, like it, okay, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make it any doesn't. sense, does it? No, this is why I don't understand why there's not any competition for diamond. This would be I don't get it either. For, yeah, for yeah. a distributor to come yeah. into being that would cater just to indies. There That's actually true. is a distributor, a very small one up in Washington called Emerald 
distribution yeah. or something. Yeah. And and it's just one girl. I don't know if she has any other people. And she just creates, it gets independent comics. She, she travels around Oregon and Washington and other places, I think, and just goes to stores and pitches. Like, these are the these are the comics independent creators. Um, and they, she pitches in the stores and gets them put in the stores. It's really cool. So she, but she's yeah. so small. She's not yeah. even a competition. The diamond, the... but she caters just to independent comics. Yeah, I think yeah, it's um, Emerald City Distro. I think is the name of her company. That sounds she right. She couldn't yeah. go nationwide. Right. Fruit Bat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, is um, yeah. We've been reiterating. He's uh, reiterating what we've seen. Oh, Kickstarter people bypass. Yeah, bypass the, the traditional market. Yeah. You don't need somebody else to do it. I mean, you're relying on Kickstarter right. or Indiegogo and their network. But really, it is the opportunity for the little guy to to do it to to be to be independent. And then um, uh, Eric writes, uh, "Fruit Bat." Uh, granted, I've only seen the pieces on Facebook and Instagram, but the coloring yeah. for Wolf Hunter looks amazing. Very well done. Yes, thank you, Eric. Agree. Yeah. The coloring and it fits the it fits the story really nicely. I I haven't seen all the pages. I've, I've, we've been privy to a right. handful of them, but it's it, they look really great. And uh, uh, Fruit Fruit Bat saying thank you. I don't know if it's uh, uh, to that statement because oh yeah, because I'm sorry. They can see it on Facebook. <laughs> we're, we're putting them up there as we're getting them. And then um, Hyper Potato uh, writes, yeah. a lot of the campaigns seem to just be to get another company to notice them. I've seen yeah. many of the smaller companies pick up campaigns for direct market distribution. And yeah, okay. um, that, Hyper that's a viable, Potato. That's a viable yeah. thing to do. A lot of the yeah. independent – well, actually, I think almost every publisher is now looking for an established creative – uh, either individual or team who has done all the, the, the legwork to create the, the social media back uh, following the, um, the branding, all of they, that's what they're looking for to grab. And then Kickstarter or a crowdfunding campaign is just one more part of that. If they yeah. see you're kickstarting something now, Oh, you're on the radar of a bigger, of a bigger entity to notice you. Yeah. Because I, I, I thought about you know kickstarting my Egalin, which would be big, and I I thought about breaking it in the, in the three smaller books, but I'm like I've got it down to where I probably sell the main book for forty bucks. That's three hundred pages all colored for forty yes. bucks. So I think that's you know okay, that's pretty good. That's not back. bad. That's not bad. Soft back, and I thought, well, should I not? Would nobody you know? Would anybody buy this? I'm like they're paying twenty four twenty bucks for twenty four pages. <laughs> Then yeah, three hundred pages for forty for an extra yeah. twenty. Give me yeah. a break. Yeah, that's totally not viable. I'm not going to split it into three. Now but I, I thought about doing Kickstarter, but the only thing that holds me back is again I had that old mindset. Like yeah, but I could. I'm putting this in my store. I can get copies as I go along. The Kickstarter really would be just advertising for. Right. And is that okay to do that? Because I know a lot of people have opinions about Kickstarter in the. No, company. I I think it's I think it's perfectly fine because okay. you're using it. You're using it to. Use Kickstarter's. It's a marketing, marketing, it's a marketing yeah. method. It's and a marketing rather method. Rather than yeah. just you, you have now the now have Kickstarter to yeah. do it, and and but you would need to like for the consumer, they need to know like what well what's different from your site or Kickstarter. That's where the exclusive content comes in, or the, the extras, where you would have to right. have a, a Kickstarter cover or something, or cover like or something, yeah. and that and that would be what I have to figure out. And I, and when I first started doing kickstarter there are sorts of weird but it seems a lot of them um are like a lot of the same or like get different covers or whatever i mean it used to be like draw your character in there mm-hmm. you know you get advertiser but now a lot of the the rewards seem to be pretty much the same across all the kind book kickstarters mostly yeah. different covers is usually what they focus on i think there's not like well because barb was saying too you're limited in what you can Add because then it becomes yeah. a diminishing return, right? And and then I th- I also kind of think there's now becoming kind of an expectation, which isn't bad. Of okay, I Kickstarter is where you get the variant cover. It's where you get that right. that one little mm-hmm. thing. Um, yeah. Fru- Fruitbet's asking, oh, why not? What I think he's asking, why not yeah. do what you're saying? And I, I say, why not go for it? Yeah, then, I, other, I, it's because I thought rules. like, well, because you yeah. look at some of the flack people get, more more famous people doing this and companies doing yeah. it. But I didn't know 
like I was trying to like, is this is just basically a pitch. And and so I, you know, marketing, I'm like, if it's free marketing, it seems almost like a, a marketing publicity stunt than that with like a one month publicity stunt to get, which I'm not saying that's yeah. bad, but I'm saying it changed from kickstarting a business to now yeah. it seems to be more like a one month publicity stunt to like buy our stuff. Well, and I also think you've got to keep, yeah. you've got to keep in mind too, that if you're counting on, and I know that you know this, I'm telling this yeah. to our audience. Um, if you're counting on Kickstarter to do all your marketing for you, you're w- no. way, way, way off yeah. base. Yeah. You yeah. have it's to just, be prepared. It's a method. Yeah. yeah. You have to be prepared to promote yourself balls to the wall, 110% of, for the yeah. entire time yeah. that you're running the Kickstarter. And that's one thing that I think Scott just absolutely excels at is that. Oh, thank you. Uh, we did, we did um, Divinity 2 and Steam Patriots 1 together. Mm-hmm. And it was, the most it even beat my first campaign it was the most successful campaign that we've had and the thing is is it was just me i have a team of four people but basically it was just me uh because my penciler doesn't speak english <laughs> um and and scott uh, somewhere along the way lost his artist so he was by himself and it was yeah. just him promoting his and me promoting and mine so we didn't have a whole team of, of people to help us well that's why and we just had to go yeah. we had to go 110 percent constantly on all the platforms yeah. all the social medias and you have to be prepared to do that because if you're counting on just kickstarter to uh to showcase you're going to get lost in the shuffle then because there's yeah, there's yeah. Thousands you, of you've, you've got to you've got to just like i, I well you, you've got to go to your 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 friends and your family. You yeah. gotta go to the easy ones first, and and you know you're always gonna get your your mom or whatever, which is great. Yeah. But you really, it's a, a campaign is the right word. You've got to go out, so you hit the soft targets first, but then you just got to keep going, and you, you're always walking that line of being spammy and annoying, yeah. and just and, or just being creating something creative that people want. And uh, you know, shout out to Rory, my my co-creator here he and i get along really well and we could be a bunch of goof a couple of goofball idiots and that's what we, we played to our strengths being a couple of idiots we we just made some dumb videos to put out there uh roland edited them real quick and tossed yeah. them up and so you have to stand out and um and, and same thing it's Bar- hard work. Barb, barb kept making these creative like the the panels from uh divinity you know with with a changing the the, the speech balloon or um Changing the thought, you know, yeah. making it clever, and you're you can only do so much if you don't have a, a you know publicist behind you, and that you are your own publicist. That's and it's the work, hard work. Yeah. yeah, and you've got to be creative. Um, yeah, and, and and you're right. You're you're walking a line between yeah. your Facebook page being just constantly just constant. <laughs> buy my book, buy my book, buy my book. Hey, do you know I had a book? I got a book. Do you have a? I got a book. I got a book. Do you have a book? Go look at my book. Oh, book, 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 book. Yeah. And your friends go, if I see one more post yes. from you. I know. <laughs> I, I get to the point where I'm yeah, kind of, I apologize. You. I'm like, hey, friends. <laughs> I love you. If you've seen it, forgive me. But I know some of you haven't. Please. Yeah. I have, have a you, formula. So, yeah. I have a formula. I post morning and night in Facebook, yeah. mid-morning and late night on Twitter, noon and, you know, early evening or whatever. I have different platforms, and I, I break yeah. that down into, so I'm not completely – doing 10 posts on Facebook. And right. Barb, it's when you start, have you ever dialed in looking at the metrics of, of your social media? Like, how come my 8 a.m. post had this many interactions, but my, my 9 p.m. post, or, or you, when you share a post, I've noticed if you share a post on Facebook, if I if I create a post, I will get 10 times the amount, number of eyes on it. And I'm not saying it's big numbers, that I do from when I share it. So if I take a silver line really? post and just share it, or if I create the post myself, that post I create will almost always be 10 times the number of people see it. Mm. I don't know why. I, I have no idea. So it. like tonight I share it because it's easy, but Challenge it probably would be better if I took the link, created my own anyways, all this, because you figure all this out because you got to figure out how you're going to get in front of people. And you still have, and I know people are lying. Like, oh, I didn't know you had a comic book. And I'm sometimes I'm like, how the crap did you not know? I put it up there 700 times a day, but legitimately, like I think back, I have like, I won't see stuff from friends. Like, where is that guy? I haven't seen yeah. 
And and then wow. you go to their page or whatever, and you realize they're posting all the time. So I don't understand it. That's just something to take into account. Of, of I, I don't that. understand how that works with Facebook because nope. I have plenty of friends that pop up on my feed, but some of them I don't see stuff from yeah. them for for weeks. Yeah. And I'll go and like you, I will go to their actual Facebook page and they're, they're posting, posting stuff off. Why right. isn't that showing right. up yeah. on right. my feed? Algorithms. I, you know, because I'm following them. Yeah. There's there's some sort of algorithm involved in that. And, and I guess if you could figure that yeah. out, well, I think the algorithm that that would be one way to that's a marketing thing. Figure Aaron, out how that works. Aaron touched it on it. It may take keywords. Yeah. It may take yeah. keywords. But, well, Aaron touched on it, and I'm not saying we're all not. Very handsome and attractive people, but <laughs> if there, there's that if if you're just a hot person, like I've noticed, like you can post anything and get ten thousand likes. It's oh, just yeah. like it's if so, you're an attractive. If, if I had, if I got like a twenty two year old attractive woman to pitch my comic, I'd, I'd I know bank. you'd be right, right. And, it, and that's what makes you like just completely lose faith in humanity because I'm creative and same like all of us that go to conventions too. We're creating something new, something unique. But somebody who draws a Marvel boobs. character or boobs <laughs> can get TNA. A, a line of commissions. It's and so, oh, so be it. So be it. But that's just you know that's just that's just life. That's just slogging so, through getting getting attention. Let me ask you guys: Are you guys, if you're on Facebook, are, are you more apt to go to somebody who advertises their store or their Kickstarter? You know, because I, I don't see a lot of people. Because when I see people advertise their store, I go right to the store. I buy stuff in the store because yeah. of one thing, and this is the one thing that I get that Kickstarter doesn't get. If I usually buy it from a store, wait for it, they send it to me right away <laughs> because it's done. A Kickstarter is a promise of something yeah. to come. I have some Kickstarters out there that you know they just can't get twenty-two pages done. They just can't yeah. get it. They just can't get it done. You're right. If it's You're on right. A store, and this is why I don't understand. People will back Kickstarters for a promise of something that might show up. But you send them to a store where I literally have it on hand. I can yeah. put it in the package, send it to you. I don't know. Mm. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> seriously? That's this why I, like I our just policy don't... of having the work done right. ahead of time. Our, ours is okay. almost like a store. Yeah. It, it's like it's like putting in your orders. And you're right. It makes us so kind of unique. That's why Silverline, like they we we have a hundred percent. It's 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 not like we've never. Yeah, there's, there's no there's yeah. no speculation. Twilight Grim yeah. number four has been done for months. Yeah, yeah. It, there's from, no speculation from my, from my perspective. It's so yeah, it's it's in the can. It's done. Aaron, I finished my... the third cover of Sirens about yeah. three o'clock today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the kick starts tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's, it's all ready to go. But the the, but the great the, the great thing is, and like little insider stuff is like. That that inside, like in the the Silverline creators, the the energy starts to like, oh, it's the Kickstarter's coming, and people have these last minute, like they want to, they want to, meaning the creators, like, oh, I can do that, yeah. I can do that, and they start seeing the the the, the art. Uh, oh, yep. I got him. Hey, Brent, hey, Brent, hey, another another successful crowdfunded book. Uh, Brent there Kalis. with Kalis. Uh Hey, Brent, good to see you. Hi. Hey. We've been talking successful <laughs> campaigns. We've all had, uh, we've all been involved with successful campaigns and what works and what doesn't. And it's just like, what's the adage? Uh, the advertising fifty percent of our advertising works. We just don't know which fifty percent. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of it worked for this guy, but it doesn't work for us. But what Silverline has is we got a, a complete product. We don't put something up for speculation. And so, and Kalis was one of the early ones. Um, out of the gate, and you had some great campaigns. And um, if you have gems, but wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, I keep missing all these comments over here. I'm, I, I apologize. Dean wouldn't have done this. It was never happened on Dean's watch. Um, so, uh, speaking <laughs> of covers, this is about 20 minutes ago. We we're talking about covers. Congrats to Rob for nomination. I didn't know Rob, best cover for Pulp Factory Awards. Yeah, Nightmare. What? And in, I've, I've been also been nominated for in best interiors as well. There's cool. about there's. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Wow, <laughs> they, that's they, fantastic. Those uh, that that campaign is on right now, and and I could send, I can, uh, if you go to um, airship twenty seven hangar dot com, mm -hmm. uh, that's that's the website for the company that I do with Ron Fortier. It's a it's a new pulp or pulp book uh, publisher. 
and right now the the they're they're uh, having a contest where a uh, their people are voting for the best the best book the best novel the best anthology best short story best cover best interior illustrations hey. and uh, if you'll go to airship twenty seven hangar dot com there's a link there for for the uh, the the uh, <laughs> the, the 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 way to vote. It's the yes. link to where you vote. Okay. Uh, Rob Ballard. I can't read think. I'm going to click on ballot. another comment here. Uh, you know how to? Can you change your name to that right now? Because we want you to. We want people to go vote for you. Okay. Do you know how to change your name? So I want that in there. Um, There's, is it too too late for that? So we I got think um. You have to change your name before you jump in. He'd have to jump out, change his uh, name. If you click out. on the, if you're down at the bottom on your on your own face, you can change yeah. your name. You, I think you can. I could be wrong. Um, so Fruitbat says yeah. agree, agreeing yeah. with uh, you there, Barb. Kickstarter is yeah. the funding mechanism. Everything else is you. Yeah, he, you're. It, that's it. It, it. it. It's the beauty of it, and it's the agony of it of being independent. If if we could get picked up. By the big guy, you lose your independence. You really do. Right? I mean, but you you might you might make a bunch of money, and actually, you might not. In the publishing world, if you don't get big numbers as an as an author, I'm just saying, just from the book with no pictures, you know, you might get pennies. You might get pennies, or you may get your uh, your advance. Um, but then, if you don't make that. That's that's not a good thing. If they don't, if the sales don't make it, it's it's tough. It, you got to have big big numbers to be successful, or you're like all the creatives out there who created this, who, yeah. who created these characters. Well, that character now isn't yours. It's Marvels or DCs, and that's right. you you. It's what do you want? What do you want from it? So the independent world is you independent. If you 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 are the person slogging through yeah. for better for worse and it, 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 if you love it it's great it's a it's a it's a struggle and it, you're you're there but it really is it's a it's a struggle um so and then uh fruit bat asks oh what happened there oh, oh that's i changed i changed the name but it's yeah. not showing up so yeah, I don't it's, know, it's, I don't we know have too many people on no, screen nobody has names wait Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. You should Name come back. Us. When you say store, do you mean your own online store? Names come yes. back. There, oh, we there we go. Uh, Aaron, yeah. There we go. Yeah, Aaron there's, my, yep. there's my thing. Yep. I just Perfect. put it up there. Perfect. So, that, yeah, yep. yeah, my own online store, yes. which is I, I post on. It's funny because I'll post that on Facebook. I, I always add it when I do stuff on Facebook. Like, check out my webcomic. Here's my store. Yeah. And, and people don't go to your – and I don't get it. Kickstarter, oh, let's go. It would be like if you, if you went into Target or, like, safer or something and said like and like you know you look go. i'd like to buy some bread and they're like okay well we might fulfill that in 30 days yeah. but we're not sure <laughs> we we might but we might, we might yeah. but why don't you pay we'll for the bread, the bread now bread yeah. right why, why don't you pay for the bread now and then and then you might get it in a year it's like you wouldn't do that so yeah i wonder it might be so there's that there's the thought that with kickstarter you're trying to you're trying to get off the ground here. And so yeah, they, people, they're hitting there's, is, there's compassion. There's some there's compassion. compassion. Right. That's it, what they're, they're hitting. They're hitting that like, I'm trying to earn money. And yeah. people like, well, I have a little empathy and it's, it's a, but the thing is, is when, then when I start to realize, well, they're not really raising right. money because they're not taking the business beyond the Kickstarter that much. So very often you're right. Then, then, so I, then I start to think like, well, then it's literally you have a 30 day online store for me to buy your stuff. And then when the Kickstarter ends, your store goes away. Right. <laughs> so if that's the case, then what's the difference between my store, which is up all the time and the 30 day store, which is up right. on Kickstarter because right. they're not taking this and going further. So that's, which is, which is why Brent used a very good tactic of filming under a bridge in a cardboard box. Yeah. Uh, and he put a lot of dirt on his face and asked for support for his, uh, his comic mm, book, right? He did. He, he, he held so a crying baby. And... Uh, yeah. I got no, a police no, record out of that. You were saying that, that it's up to it's up to the, the independent creator to put in all the work. Now, Roland yeah. and DJ literally yes. stuff all of these yep. books uh, in their living room or dining oh, room. Yeah. And now we, I think, use, I think we do both. use a wholesale uh, shipper that does save us a little money called pirate ship 
So oh, yeah. there's a little tidbit. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and Barb, that's good. Thank you. For anyone out there that, that really is considering this, look, look to save where you can save pennies. Because when you're saving pennies times hundreds, hopefully, you know, hundreds mm-hmm. or thousands of product, save those pennies. And if you can streamline a process, if you need to buy a label printer, really, if those things are very, very important. Because thermal printer, thermal label, label if, printers, yes. Now, yes, yes. And we're, we're blessed here with the Silverline crew. We have... We have Roland BJ, and we've got this this, this publishing. We've got uh, uh, Kablam, and we've got so Scott Wakefield isn't getting orders at, at my house, but very often that's what happens. You're going to do that at your house. You're going to have all these boxes come in. So if you need to park your car where your boxes are, keep that in mind. How many boxes are you going to open? How many boxes? Because you're going to bring boxes into your house to put it into boxes and how many sleeves and how many paper. And we say, we're talking the comic book world. It could be any product, but you really have to keep that in mind. And how many days are you going to take off of work from your full-time job to get this thing done? Are you going to do it on a weekend? And, um, and I was, I told you guys, don't let me forget you consumer out there. You click, I support this campaign for this many monies and the campaign ends. You get the email. Thank you. Blah, blah, blah. And then, you say, oh, it's been a week. It's been two weeks. It's been three weeks. Where's my product? There's a lot involved. First of all, all that money goes to Kickstarter. And it takes a while for it to go to the creator. It takes about then, two weeks for Kickstarter mm-hmm. to give you your money. And then it takes another two weeks to get it all printed. Yep. So you're four weeks in and before you start stuffing envelopes. Right, right. And and it, it, it it's a it's a process. So We've really, I don't know if we've had many grumpy people, but some people just don't understand. They think, well, it's done. Shouldn't I be getting it soon? Um, okay, we got Fruit Bat. Fruit Bat, yes, we agree wholeheartedly. Kayless is awesome. <laughs> if there's a word that means more than awesome, that's the word. Uh, yes. And uh, congratulations, awesome. Rob, Rob, on your uh, nomination. And Roland's is... 27hanger.com. Um, Roland's <laughs> chiming in here. I think the idea that, that people get to help raise some money. This is, I think this is in response to you. Yeah. And, yeah. So once, if you're established, sometimes people are like, okay, he's fine. He's doing fine. Yeah, he's, he's got a bookstore. Yeah. Um, it's just to help get it made. And that, um, yeah, it's not supposed to be a store. In reference to Kickstarter, we want that, it, but we kind of use it that way, meaning us, yeah. um, that we, we are using it that way to get it us like a store started. And then and, and with everybody that's been involved and what yeah. Barb said is we're playing the long game. We're slowly, slowly building our, our brand library. Yeah. yeah. And our brand. And so that that that's what's getting kickstarted, getting the, the big big silver line world all of our titles and everything and so then people can go and shop at silverlinecomics.com which will link you over to um uh indie planet and you can get your comic books there and yes uh, hyper potato says the the capital the, <laughs> the man, man is in the chat the man yep. is and in the he chat. responds with a woot woot Woot, <laughs> woot! Yes, uh, thank you, Roland, for joining us. Um, we are getting to the last fifteen minutes of our show, and I think, I think, and I, and Roland, I hope you're still out there. Um, uh, we're supposed to start talking about perhaps um, something big is happening on the horizon. Now, this is insider knowledge for all of our viewers out there and people who get our emails. Um, click those emails because. We always like to give the little, the little secrets, the little extras, which, which is what Roland is really good at. Uh, Brent, you have had more than one successful campaign. Um, we don't need to opine uh, too thoroughly about what you did and didn't do, but if you have any tips or I've heard there was pole dancing in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the videos are pretty. I mean, yeah, we didn't awesome. know if YouTube would allow them, but <laughs> <laughs> there was no pole dancing involved, Mom. Um, my friends do not know what they're talking about. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if I have much more than what you guys have talked about. Something actually just now, uh, Tim TK had a video uh, that helped. You mean that guy? Yeah, hey, hey. Yes. Promote his book. And that's actually a great, I think it's a great yes. way to pump up your your product and also just kind of show everyone that you're one of them. And um, that's something that I think I've appreciated about the independent comic experience more than just about anything else, which is these, you know, I don't know if any of us will ever really be famous, 
And if so, I don't know if it'll be for creating comics or because we shot someone accidentally who was famous or something. Yeah. But, yeah. Call them A, call them B. But what we can say is we're all normal people and we took the step to create something and we just want to share it with people. And I think people, especially today, can get behind that kind of thinking. So if you can actually capture a video with your phone or something that just says, hey, I... I'm trying something new. I think it's pretty cool. You should give it a shot. I'm not pretentious. I have nothing to be pretentious about except the fact that I've written a comic and you should try. I love if you read it. And uh, and if as long as it's not $25 for one comic, right, Aaron? (laughs) I want to support you, but man, a dollar a page is. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I mean, ten dollars is like okay, yeah, it's okay, it, but and because it just kept creeping up. Yeah, well, if you're willing to spend ten? How about fifteen? It's fifteen? The, how about twenty? I'm it's like, the okay, stop. Mindset. Oh uh, yeah, oh, you want five dollars for a bar of chocolate? Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. got damn good chocolate. That's not what we are. Yeah. We're not. It's we're not on speculation. We're not fundraising. We are pre-ordering. Roland chimed in here. He says. Yeah, he and BJ counted that we've done 27 comics, which is awesome. It's the silver line world just keeps going. Every other month, we got two comics. Yeah, that's coming. the optic. Just, yep, yep. We keep growing, and um, it's really cool because our world keeps getting bigger. And some of the silver line titles keep paying. It's like it's just like it's all it's all coming. Our silver line titles are going to some of them are going to overlap. We're going to have it's really cool. Um, yeah, Tim, give us your your your, your quick something awesome about Wolf Hunter. Uh, Wolf Hunter, it's a uh, Alternate history set in World War II featuring a technology heist. And it is a canned spy game, cat and mouse, trying to suss out the lies involved. It's, if you like, planes, trains, and automobiles, murder on the Orient, and uh, Tinker Taylor. It's kind of all those smashed together. With a little little John Candy cameo. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Wow. My my son did a, a... Stint in Poland. He's he's in the Air Force, and he had a chance to visit Auschwitz, and it was yeah, life changing. Yeah. I got to do it too. Actually, I was uh, part of a ministry that did a training over there for teachers, and I got to go there. It's it's life changing. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, it, it's an ama- it, it it seems, uh, and it's not that long ago in the span of history. Mm-hmm. It's not that long ago, but and to hear and there's. Just, yeah, there's some bad stuff happening in not too far away from there. Yeah, it's, it's, as yeah. we speak. Yeah, if if, 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 we, if we could learn, if if we could learn, it would mm-hmm. be it would be amazing. Um, yeah, but, we keep, yeah. but we're doomed to repeat. Keep, I know, and keep keep telling the the stories and keep keep reading your history and, yeah. and learn. And and Tim's done a great. He's he hasn't taken a lighthearted approach to this amazing story. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of action and fun. Um, but, but not, but, but based in a, a a deeply researched and a thorough story. And I I really can't read folks as always make mine silver line. We'll see you next week. We love you all. Good night. Good night. Hey, I'm Alex Savier. And I just want to let you know, make mine silver line. Thank you for listening to the silver line podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We know we ramble sometimes, but we have fun. And after all, Isn't that what comics are all about? We hope you'll follow us on all our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Reddit, MeWe, Gab, and whatever new thing pops up between now and the time you listen to us. Please like, follow, share, and remember, make mine Silverline.